Welcome to episode 14 of the Scout Trailblazers podcast. And this week I got a special guest who has a special book coming out today of all days. How's it going, Jonathan? Hey, Wayne. Thanks for having me on. It's Jonathan Hedrick from The Recount, which let me tell you is getting a lot of good attention, I have to say. So uh, talk about uh, what the book is about, because some people may not have seen issue one. Issue two is out today. There was a reprint of number one that came out last Wednesday, right? That's right. Yeah. Yep. Fortunate enough to go to second print for issue one. So yeah, that came out last week. All right. So what's the series about? So the um, synopsis of the series is that this uh, president, this fictional president who uh, was impeached found and found guilty, um, is assassinated during his resignation speech by someone in his Secret Service detail who is also quickly taken out by another Secret Service member. Um, and then while the uh, vice president, who is now uh, thrown into the president role is on live television to um, announce that uh, the country is, you know, under control. uh, People don't have anything to worry about. Uh, During that uh, aired broadcast, the conspirators of that assassination hack the feed and announce that they're going to continue to take people out who were involved with putting that uh, original president into power, including people who voted for him. And they encourage uh, the American citizens to join in on on that um, that action. So it's a very heavy um, subject, um, but uh, <laughs> eerily eerily relevant. Yes, you know that was the question. I first I wanted to ask you about this. When did you write this story? I mean, it feels like it's you know they always say rip from the headlines. Yeah. It, it feels like that, but when did you actually write this? This was back in 2019. Uh, early 2019 is when I started outlining the series and uh, knocked out most of the scripts uh, that year. So uh, you know the events that have occurred over the past two years, a year and a half. It's just been one thing after another that has echoed something if very similarly in a very scary way. Uh, I, I mean, what was it like to watch that? Because, you know, you've had got this script written. Yeah. Reality starts to take on shape that resembles what you've written. I mean, what was that like? Yeah, it, it was very surreal. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't want anything like that to happen, obviously, it, but it was just very creepy to think that – uh, something that that close to the comic book could ha- was actually happening. I mean, uh, it's not a very far-fetched story. That there's, uh, it's pretty much grounded in reality with some you know, fantastical elements in it for the most part. But um, when some things played out in real life that were mirroring what's in the comic book, I was just amazed and. Not, not in an excited way, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, I, you know, I was just today when I was out driving around, I, w- I heard a story about a group that was organized to stop a specific candidate. And they were literally going after people who supported that person, that, this, that those people should not be hired anywhere. They shouldn't be allowed to, to uh, run for office. And I was like, you know, it, just a step or two more, and it's your story. 
right. going on. Yeah. Wow, I just that is scary it's stuff. Nuts. Yeah. I'm now, sorry. of course, now as you have told me, this is not uh, based on any specific political parties. None of the right. stuff that's going on is so. Right. I'm sure somebody runs up to you and says, "I know who that is." You know, <laughs> I know who the person the president is modeled after, and all this stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, they, nope. they like to guess. Um, and what the best part about it is, both of the common sides have have had their opposite opinions, which is great. <laughs> I did my job right in that department. Because well, what's interesting about it, the vice president is a woman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, we have a woman vice president right now. So that's that's yeah. the interesting thing. Right. So yep. what? But OK, now I got to ask now, of course, you wrote the story with no p- specific political parties in mind. Mm-hmm. Are any of the characters at all based on anybody in reality or are they completely your imagination? Completely my imagination. I didn't I put a lot of um, uh, attention to detail to make sure that none of these characters reflected anyone uh, in our non-fictional world uh, to the point where uh, when I was talking to Gabriel about the uh, character designs that that everyone had to look like someone that has not been a politician before. So I really um, was striving to find uh, like actors and actresses to reference to him that I didn't think looked like, anything close to a politician. For example, one of the characters, I asked him to um, model him after Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, cause I'd never seen, you know, a, a politician that looked like <laughs> that actor. So, uh, so that, that's kind of um, uh, elements that we really wanted to put in the book to make sure that it could be enjoyed. And it wasn't a, an agenda push by any particular side. Mm-hmm. Although some people would love for some of this to happen. <laughs> oh, and that's even scarier. <laughs> Has anybody approached you and said, do you know somebody who's doing this? No, uh, thankfully. <laughs> the, yeah, I, I'm still waiting for uh, FBI or CIA to knock on my door uh, from all <laughs> the things I've had to, to Google to, for uh, information when I was you know, looking into things about the chain of government and uh, the White House rooms and things like that. So uh, if I'm on a red flag list, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, well, uh, let's hope not. I hope not, too. Because <laughs> you, you want to get hired somewhere someday. And yeah. Yeah. You, don't, yeah. you don't want these things to happen because I used to live in the Washington, D.C. area, and I would take the, mm. the, the metro, they call it, the subway. Yeah. And one night I said something critical of the president at that time, and I literally said out loud, that was a joke. Mm. Right. Trying not to everywhere. get into yeah, That's right. Mm. <laughs> so I'm yeah. always kind of – See, the thing that I, I, I'm kind of interested in some of these, the elements of it, the group that's after the president, they wear, and they make, in the second issue in particular, their appearance has a big deal to do with what's going on. Right. I don't know how much you want to get into that. I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah. um, well, uh, the, I, we've seen these, this appearance before, and it reminds me very much of um, the Joker yeah. In a movie and stuff. Was there a reason why you went this way? Yeah, I went with the masks uh, because to kind of let the readers know that these people, because they're hiding behind masks, uh, is 
something that you should take note of that they're they are the bad guys you know the uh, it, it's nice to when you're telling a story that complicates who it really is the good guys or the bad guys but um the people that are carrying out these very uh terroristic type uh plots uh they that, that's not the way we we operate in a civilized world so i gave them uh masks to show almost like a, a cowardly type of character uh trait in them and at the same time to show how anyone could be involved in this group so the masks are very generic they, some, anything you can pick up at like a you know, a toy store or a, a Halloween store. So I think that made it also more fun. So, uh, yeah, and the, the thing with the clown mask, it's pretty creepy. We've seen it before with things like the Joker and um, the Purge, V for Vendetta, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it just gives like a very horror element to something that's grounded in a close to reality type setting. See, it, on some levels, you know, it makes it scarier because here they have this apparently trying to be funny mm-hmm. face on them, and they're doing something that is in no way funny. Right. You know, so you've got this contradiction of of what's going on with it. So I, I, right. I whenever that stuff happens, and when they cut in on the first issue, mm-hmm. in, in a speaking of the Joker, that kind of reminded me a little bit because on the in the joke in the movie with uh, uh, what's his name Jack Nicholson being the Joker. Uh huh. He cuts into the newscast. That's right. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. And I just, you know, whenever that happens, it, it just, it spooks me. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it would probably take a lot for anyone nowadays to cut into uh, a live feed like that and start broadcasting on multiple television sets across, you know, the country or the world. But it, it's not that too far off. It's something that is plausible. Um, And I think that when we can take something in our world that could happen, um, it makes it a little scary. Um, Yeah, that's that's why I I put that in there. Plus, we needed to show a device to let the um, reader know how how wide these people can reach in a quick, quick manner. And how vulnerable everybody is. Because if they can cut into that, then they have access to technology that perhaps the rest of us don't know about. That's scary. And, and not just technology, but it takes people to do things like that. So who do, who do they know that would allow certain things like that to happen if it's not just the, you know, knowing how to uh, a few keystrokes on a computer? You know, that I think that's. Uh, what I really wanted to push with the recount is it could be anyone in any uh, level of government or company that could be a bad guy, part of this group called the masses. Just amazing. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's scary as can be. And the interesting thing I want to say, because I got a chance to read number two. Yeah. I, I thought you can't possibly maintain the level of intensity of number one. Yeah. You sure did. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. I'm glad to hear that. You know, it, <laughs> An issue two is is way more important than issue one in in my eyes because issue two shows that you got the the story can continue beyond all the things that you put in issue one and it wasn't just the fancy covers that sold the story to people. So, gosh, they 
see, I, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, but let's just say the 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 group continues their process, mm-hmm. and they go after a group that I, I I've often because in the last several years we've had certain people voice unhappiness with this group, and I don't know if I right. want to spoil it. But th- what happens is is they event there's a a meeting of two of the people, shall we say, towards the end of issue two. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that are said are really interesting to me. I just sat there going like, wow, this is really fascinating. And and all this really leads me to ask, I mean, you know, uh, you knew this was a good book and then when Scout picked it up and then it, it's coming out, how's the reaction been like to the first issue and stuff that, that you've heard as far as people getting into the recount? I've heard mostly things I've heard is positive um, reception, which I'm very happy, obviously, uh, to to receive because I really didn't know if people were going to be uh, overly concerned about the the political aspects of it because it's not a, a political book. Uh, um, it really isn't. It's not a bunch of talking heads um, saying you know these political jargon terms. Uh, that people don't know how to pronounce. It's um, it, it's heavy on the action. Um, it, I was thinking to myself the other day about the the timeline, uh, how th- that these events and the, these four issues occur, um, and it's within within uh, a couple of days easily. Uh, it, it's very on your feet, fast paced, uh, no chance to. To, to breathe type thing. So uh, I was hoping that would resonate with the readers and the uh, handful of reviews I, I read. Um, yeah, they, they, they're picking up on things like that. And it's um, it, there's something in between the front and back cover uh, of these issues. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, of course, I got to ask you, I, like I said, I, I've lived in the Washington, D.C. area. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to Washington, D.C.? I haven't, but that's definitely on my bucket list. I've always wanted to go there. I've always been a presidential nerd. Uh, Since I was a little kid, I always liked the presidential history. I just thought it was fascinating, just the the connection between them um, from one president out to the the other. just always liked it. Would would love to to do um, like a long weekend at, in DC and, and do a tour, and hopefully maybe one day getting uh, uh, to do a, a tour of the White House. I looked into that. I know you have to have your um, local um, uh, who is it? Uh, some some uh, local, congressman. Yeah, your congressman ha- has to approve approve for you to go. Uh, and right now, I don't think they're doing that at all with with COVID. But um, that that would be a, a a bucket list thing for sure. All, Cause, all the history. Because I don't know whether you presented pictures to the artists, and, and you should. Mm-hmm. What's Gabriel's last name? Ibera Nunez. Yeah, he does a great job. It's a very dark mm-hmm. feel to it, right. and it's very tense the way mm-hmm. that it feels like that. People's expressions, I thought, were really are super well done. Just really right. good. The thing I'm interested in too, though, being from that area. Mm-hmm. Like in the second issue in particular, they're driving on the roads in Washington, and I I remember some of those places. <laughs> so it's very what that does see that that adds that element of realism to it that just makes me gives me chills. You know, when they're driving on a certain highway, it looks like it's almost on the Beltway, which is a big deal <laughs> in area. I literally look at it and I go, "Oh my gosh!" You know, that this could really happen there. You know, this this is tied to the real world. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I uh, gave him um, some references, but I also didn't want to box him into a corner. Uh, we took some liberties, especially with things um, around DC, just to um, keep, keep the story going. And, you know, I, I've been saying uh, for the past you know, year and a half or two of making this book uh, that I'm not writing a textbook, I'm writing a comic book. Because yeah. I, 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 I'll go on these wormholes online trying to, you know, it, what is on that wall in that room and blah, blah, blah. And it, I think if I dive too deep into those type of minuscule details, it, it could remove some fun in the story. But you, you put enough in there that it adds a sense of realism to it that this is this could be in the real world. Right. There's There needs to be a balance with that for sure. Okay. So we talked about the reaction. The good news, the sales warranted a second printing of number one. And so that's a really yeah, good sign. That was uh, – oh, man. That, that was just uh, the icing on the cake. <laughs> I, it's really great because I, you know, I see them all over the place. And I've, I've seen reviews and I've seen – I came across one, and I won't say who it was, but somebody was reviewing another book of yours, uh-huh. and they were saying they didn't quite care for that book. They said the thing: if you want to read Jonathan Hedrick's really good stuff, read the recount. <laughs> and I had to smile. I said, you know, he's getting advertising instead of just saying that that was enough. He didn't care for this other book. Right. He. Po, you know, promoted the recount, which I, I got a huge kick out of. I sat there and I said, you know, the recount is such a, a thing that even if somebody may not care for something else you've done, they're always going to say, but you're going to read something good. Read the recount. That's the <laughs> one. Yeah. Go figure, right? <laughs> I, I thought that was funny because I thought, you know, because I, I, you haven't done anything that, that I haven't really loved. I mean, I, I, all you. your books I've really enjoyed. So this book, though, I think I, I, I could see this on television somewhere. That'd be cool. It has a 24 feel. I don't know if you ever watched 24. Yeah, Jack Bauer with uh, uh, um, Kirk uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. yeah. We, used to, we used to joke that uh, uh, Superman wore Jack Bauer underwear. <laughs> right, yeah. We used to He's say like about that. Modern yeah. MacGyver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And those are the kind of things. And you get that same sense that you got in 24. I mean, I would watch, they did a couple of seasons when, in Washington. In mm-hmm. fact, they were under the white house at one point in mm-hmm. there. And I remember thinking, is that really there? Is there really like a tunnel under the white house? And it turns out there is. Right. <laughs> so I saw that and I, it, this has that same, if you love 24, I was gripped. I mean, 24, I, I, I could tell stories about that, but we want to talk about your book instead. <laughs> but the, the thing that's really interesting about this is, though, that same sense of urgency yes. is going on. I think that's a wonderful accomplishment, I have to Thank tell you. you. Yeah. Uh, I, and I haven't seen um, all of 24. Yeah, I don't think I've seen one complete episode, but um, uh, I, I definitely think it it uh, is on um, – that's a good thing to compare it to for sure. As uh, like you're saying, the urgency, the sense of urgency I was trying to um, uh, establish in the series is very fast paced. You don't have time to stop and think. And that's important in this story because if you start playing reality police, um, you know, things I think the government would be able to handle certain things if given enough time, obviously, but that wouldn't be fun. That wouldn't, you wouldn't have a story then. And another thing too that reminds me of twenty four about this book is that I think you're going to go somewhere and then you pivot. 
You yes. know, just when it looks like we're going to go somewhere, it goes a different direction. And I, when I don't know what's going to happen, I'm gra- I need to know. Yeah. And that's with your book. I am sitting there going like, wait a second, that didn't go that way. Where's it going now? I don't know where this is going now. <laughs> I, I, I love that in a comic. I mean, I so many comics I've read and I just sit there and I read them and I can go, okay, here we go. We're going to get to this and this and this. And sure enough, we get that way. Yeah. That's why some books only take me five minutes to read. But your book, I am engrossed and I got to read every word and I got to make sure I know what's going on in every panel. Who's saying what to who? Oh, I love that. Yes. It's, it's yeah. gripping. It's such a great, great book. I, Thank I, you. I, 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 I see now how many issues are in this series? Uh, four issues. And there was also an ash can uh, that's four pages that takes place before issue one. So in, in total, it'll be uh, about a hundred pages. Wow. So are they going to collect all this when this gets done? Yes. Yep. There'll be uh, a trade. I, I think it's um, uh, set right now targeted for August. Mm. So, okay. Well, let great. me tell people, don't wait for the trade. The trade's <laughs> going to be great. Buy the individual issues. Get number one because the, 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 the second edition of it just came out. Get that. I would definitely read that before you read issue number two because it follows very logically from one issue to the next. And so I – Get that book because I'm going to tell you something, and it's going to haunt you like it does me. <laughs> that, that you wrote this before all this stuff is happening is very, you know, precognizant of you. Yes, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I really love it. I really think it's such a great, great book. I think this is why it's getting all the attention that it, that it has. Yeah, thank you. And I appreciate it's, that. It's, the thing I got to tell you though is, I have no idea how this is going to end. Good. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm glad. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, uh, see, now anybody's fair game. Right. See, you kill the president, mm-hmm. and that happens pretty quickly in the first issue. That's not. That's obviously part yeah. of the thing. But the vice president, mm-hmm. um, the 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 woman that's protecting the vice president, everybody's fair game in this book. I I, I don't know how this is going to end, and of course that keeps me gripped. I've just got to know. Yeah. So it's just so well done that the characters are very well fleshed out. They're interesting. They're, they're interesting people uh, in a, in a yeah. really unusual circumstance. And so as such, it's just a gosh, it's just, it's one of my favorite books that's out right now. It oh. is just terrific. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. It, it, it's hard to um, compare it to many other things out there, which is a, a good problem to have. You know, people, oh, yeah. are, people are like, what, what, what would you compare it to? Right now, I'm like, ah, it's hard to say. <laughs> um, there's not very many books that's like that. And I say it in the most hum- humble way. Uh, this isn't just another twist on the superhero tropes. It's not another horror book. Um, that, granted, there's plenty of titles out there that are on those genres, and I've written some of those things too. But, um, yeah, this is something that's off on its own. It, it is unique. Yes. That's a good thing to say. And you know what? I like unique. Yes. I like yeah. something I haven't seen before, and I've read a lot of books in my day. And so for me to come across this story and to, to read it, just astounding, just, yeah. just amazing. Thank you. Just, just really well done. So I, I highly encourage you. Issue two is out today when this posts. So get issue one. Uh, if you can't get them through your local store for whatever reason, go to scoutcomics.com. There's a store there that you can order them. And you can get them there. And I, I highly recommend, especially now, 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is so, ideal. This is better. Yeah. <laughs> like that, the, the, the setting is so, yeah. you know, if you can read this in the current environment, I think you'll get a very different vibe than, say, a year from now. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is timely um, yeah. for sure. What you got to ask, though, I mean, do you have an idea for the recount, too? I do. Yep. That's um, in uh, the center of my brain right now. I'm about to um, put that onto paper uh, within the next couple of months. Um, my goal is to have those that the script for those four issues um, uh, outlined and, and at least first drafts done by the end of this year to the point where maybe art can, can get started in the second half of the year as well to not cool. keep people waiting too long. But um, I, I definitely want to have a, a, a nice gap between those the two volumes because of how heavy the material is. I don't, it, I don't think it would survive well on a, a ongoing basis. It's just too, too heavy material. And, and it's just a, it's not an ongoing book. Um, no, yeah, no, it's very, it's focused yeah. and it's very sharp in that, that, that one thing. And let me tell you, once you get it, you, you will not be able to put it down. Uh, I could not, I, I just literally, that's great. Yeah. Oh, gosh, it just, you know, see now, now I got a puzzle over what you could possibly do in, in the second. Well, the, the second volume is going to deal with, um, the repercussions that America might have to see the the i like to think that if i the can sum up the volume one in one word it's about accountability so accountability of the individual person and who they've allowed to be put into power now what if america in itself was held accountable and that's uh, a tease to what uh, volume two it's going to explore. Okay. I got to read it. I got to know what's going <laughs> on. It's just so going to be so terrific. Now we should talk a little bit because as I check in your schedule and stuff, you've got some appearances coming up. Do you want to talk a little bit about them? Yes. Um, this Saturday, uh, February 20th, I'll be at kingdom of comics in Melbourne, Florida with a whole bunch of other creators. Uh, kingdom of comics was kind enough to purchase a exclusive store cover done by the one and only Brian Silverbacks, which is a, a, a homage cover to the movie poster of Heat, which starred uh, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro in, in the 90s. Um, this is a go uh, along with the, the movie poster theme because he did a, had a very successful cover for issue one that mirrored uh, the Scarface movie poster. So Brian is flying down for that, uh, and Andrea Molinari, who did she uh, The Shepherd, and is also the um, the editor on The Recount, he will be there. Uh, a few other friends of uh, Scout and uh, is also scheduled. And then on the 27th, I'll be in Jacksonville at a store called Mythical Mountain. Um, we signing comics there, I believe the following weekend. Uh, I don't have my schedule in front of me, but I should be in Fort Myers, I think the first Saturday of March at a store called Hero Traders. So, and oh, at the Collective in Altamont Springs, February 24th. Yeah, I have a few places here and there. <laughs> weren't, you, weren't you someplace today? Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Yep, uh, that's right. Thanks for reminding me. 9.9 uh, <laughs> 9. 9 Comics in Melbourne, Florida. Um, that's my home store. They have treat, have treated me very well even before I uh, chose this path of creating comics. So, 
Yeah, they hosted me today. So because ah, I've been there. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's that's great because yeah, that you know then that's a, a, it's a very small store but very um, collector uh, minded and very appreciative of indie comics. A huge supporter of indie. Because that uh, the nine point nine, of course, the name of the store is the quality level. Mm-hmm. They don't sell anything under nine point nine in quality. Right. Yeah. And, and by that I mean like texture, like a uh, you know, as far as like the condition of the book and stuff like right. that. Right. And one hopes to quality of the story will be. You know, yes. Be good too. It's really yep. good stuff. Okay, because that's I, that's a great little story. I. I it's an interesting area right in there. I just find it really fascinating. That yeah, yeah. I'm fortunate enough to be in a, a good area for um, for comic books. You know, there's three or four comic book stores in, in my area that are very supportive, and they you know they carried my stuff from from day one. So um, I, I'm Excellent. very grateful. Excellent stuff. So I'm glad they did it because it got you to where you are today, which is yeah. making stories that are really gripping and really interesting to read. So yeah, thank stuff. you. Now, if people want to follow you on social media, how do they do that? Yeah, I'm on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Jonathan Hedrick, that's H-E-D-R-I-C-K. Um, uh, my handle for Twitter and Instagram is my full name minus the vowels. So um, uh, search that however you may. Um, and yeah, that's uh, my, my main um, areas that I participate in. Oh man, I don't know if I can do that. That's a, that's a quiz. I don't know if I can answer. <laughs> Taking out the vowels. Yeah. <laughs> well, are there other projects you're working on too that we should know about? Uh, why don't you talk about your other stuff? Yeah. Um, so I have uh, my self-published uh, superhero series called Capable. Um, uh, issue three was successfully funded last month on uh, Kickstarter. It was my highest backed, highest funded. Uh, Kickstarter that I've ever done. Um, uh, issue four is in the works right now. I'm starting to see pages come back for that. Um, I have uh, another book called Freak Show Night that's available for pre-order on Diamond. That's Night with a K. Uh, if you're a zombie enthusiast uh, like I am, uh, it might be right up your alley. And recently I announced a, a new project called Quicksand. Um uh, issue one should be out within a couple of months. This is my sci-fi horror uh, miniseries that I'm kind of comparing to the movie Aliens um, meets The Descent um, with a little bit of Stargate thrown in there. Yeah. So, yeah. Is it self-published? Self-published. So far, I, I haven't um, pitched it to anyone yet. Uh, it's... Um, penciled, inked, and lettered. Uh, My letterer likes to do the layers before the color comes on. Um, But, uh, yeah, just waiting for about three-quarters of it to be colored, and it'll be ready to go soon. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to all this stuff. I I haven't read anything bad by you yet, and I don't think I will either because everything – it it takes a unique – perspective or a a very interesting thing that honestly that's what makes you the writer and i'm the reader you can come up with this stuff i i have trouble (laughs) i said that's really interesting i can tell you when it's really interesting but come up with it that's the bridge i haven't crossed yet so i'm glad you're there thank goodness because we get to read your good stuff and jonathan i can say is uh keep up the success and do the wonderful stuff and the recount number two is out today so get to your store and if you're lucky, they'll have number one, the second printing, and you get number two, and you can get all caught up. Yes. It's been good. 
Thank you. I appreciate that, Wayne.